Welcome to episode number 22 of Six Point Weekend. Glad to be back with you. This is our first episode after recording our bonus episode, which you can get if you're a Patreon subscriber. We'll tell you a little bit more about that in a little bit. Uh, we are joined here by our roundtable. Four people here, including myself. I am Jonathan. To my left is Dave. Hello. Across the table from me is KP. What's up? And Ebony's here, too. Hi. Hey, we had a pretty good week. Yeah. Uh, once again, 66.67% of points, but it feels a lot different. It's a plot <laughs> twist. A plot <laughs> twist. Doesn't it feel different? It does I, feel I didn't know so to do with my different. hands. I was like, Jesus. I <laughs> See, the thing that I want to do with my hands but is, is throw streamers, but, you know, the courage made us use all of them. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we couldn't exactly do that this last weekend. Um, so before we get into talking about our dead whales and our courage, um, first, uh, we are here today by way of some very, very great people, and we would like to mention them and to thank them. Ebony, why are we here today, and who brings us here? We're here with Tasty Beverage Company. That's tastybeverageco.com. Two locations, one in Asheville, one right here in downtown Raleigh. Uh, walk in, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you. Get a free koozie. They were very nice and gracious to host us for our first Patreon episode. I think it was really cool. Hashtag kiss the 10. Always kiss the kiss 10. The kiss 10. The 10. We're also a part of the Beautiful Game Network on Facebook and Twitter. That's bgn.fm. We're also friends of the pod on Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. And if you haven't heard our bonus episode on Patreon yet, what are you doing? Go subscribe. Uh, every dollar counts. Mm -hmm. But you might want to get on that $5 so you can hear us spit hot fire about ProRail in the USA. That's patreon.com slash six-point-weekend. Cool. Boom. 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 That's exactly what um, happened last Saturday with the dead whales. Um, it felt like a different boom. It felt like um, an implosion boom <laughs> at the beginning. Um, yes. TFC scored first. Um, fair play to them. It was an open header. Where do you put an open header in the top corner? Um, but then um, the dead whales came back. Three goals unanswered. They win it 3-1 back into playoff contention um, possibly, but a 3-1 win for the Dead Whales um, felt pretty damn good. Well, it felt pretty damn good in the second half. Yeah. Because for about eight minutes there, that truly felt like the lowest point in the season. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt a lot. The fact that we were trailing at home to the Toronto FC Reserves. Yeah. None of their numbers are below 30, by the way. Yeah. Yes. All of their numbers are above 30. And none of their points are above three. Oh, they had they had no wins and three draws in seventeen games going into that match, and for a few minutes there, we were losing to them, and that really kind of sucked. Yeah, it sucked a lot. If I'm dead honest, it sucked a lot. Because so I, I remember you putting down the ultimatum. You say, you know, if we lose this game, you know, pack it in. I'm like, this really, really can't happen. It felt happen. like that was going to happen, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't happen. And the fact that um, uh, Donovan Awolo went down with an injury, like, just a few minutes after that goal. And it was like, oh, good Lord. You don't want to say what else could go wrong because right. that means something could go wrong. And thankfully, it didn't go wrong. The response was exactly what you wanted to see from this squad. It was in the 28th minute that uh, Austin Deleuze uh, got a header off of a corner kick, 
how that ball found his head amongst so many taller people, mm-hmm. so many taller defenders specifically, was pretty amazing. And who took that corner? I believe that was uh, Kyle Becker. Yes, it was. Yes. And Kyle Becker scored later in the game. Uh, in between that, Daniel Rios. Um, so got- when I when I was I wasn't at the game because I was injured. Um, I cracked a rib. So I was I was on bed rest. Um, <laughs> She's on the forty five day DL. <laughs> yeah. um, so I kind of I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it at home. I turned the game on, instantly fell asleep. <laughs> I woke back up. It was like the twenty ninth minute. We were down one nil, and I see Wolo coming off the field, and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and then T came on, had himself a game. He was fantastic. He looked. Truly, like the human highlight. Yeah, he so, looked like the human highlight reel in in full form. <laughs> so, for those of you who know T, um, he, he, the, the love of my the, life, the love of our lives, um, the the real love of our lives, yeah. Fulani. <laughs> yeah. Um, they sp- uh, he spells his name T I Y I. It's short. I don't know if I'm gonna say it pr- pr- correctly, but I'm gonna try. It's short for T Salani, mm-hmm. right? So we call him T. It's T I Y I. Now we're just gonna pretend that this is the letter T. So. I'm just going to go ahead and say that T is for Techers because yeah. that's what he brought <laughs> on that game. So he um, first half, when he came in shortly after he came in, it was like 10 or 15 minutes after that, he went on like a 40-yard run by himself yes. up the field, charging down the left wing, gets outside the box and pins one to the lower corner. That was saved. That was a fantastic run. Went to go create, the, um, create um, a situation for himself. And then um, signature step over coming back in the second half, and nutmegging the left back, which was... It was so good. Magnifique. It was beautiful. Très magnifique. Um, gosh. And he wore shorts backwards. Love of our lives, Tisha Pagani. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and for all of you guys, for all the USL announcers that are still asking why he wears his shorts backwards... Good luck. Please uh, do some research first. <laughs> Neil Morris wrote a very good article about it about five years ago at by Neil Morris. Yes. <laughs> Go search the NNO archives and you might learn some things. Jonathan, why does he wear his shorts backwards? It's good luck. Hmm? It's good luck. I mean, if you're superstitious and you score, you do the thing that gets you goals. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with it, especially yeah. him being the human highlight reel. Yeah. So that match, uh, Daniel Rios wins um, Growler. By the way, um, being at the match when Rio scored the goal and he came over to the supporters section to celebrate, um, one of the best moments in a long time. Like that was came, solid. It was so great. Um, he won Growler. Um, we talked about Daniel Rios. Like we when we did our mid-season review, that short little thing that we did, we pinpointed Rios and Tempakis as the two guys that really stood out. Um, I feel remiss that we didn't include um. Kyle Becker, because he's just as integral to this team. Just yeah. watching the way that he went around the field on Saturday, I mean, like he kind of still had that Ottawa in him beat Toronto, and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> that's yeah. all he, he, wanted. Stole, he stepped his game up this time around. I mean, it was one thing. It, there was that one moment in the first half where T had this long run down the field, got uh, Guillen open on the left side. Mm-hmm. He crossed it in, found Becker's head. Becker had this diving header that just came this close to getting past the goalkeeper and it, it should have made should have made it two nil right two one 
right then and there. Right. But but we got to two one eventually. We did get to two on one on the penalty. Yes. <laughs> um, which oh the the Toronto reserves were not happy about that. It was a little penalty. soft. It was it, a little it soft. Was, it was just a little bit. So I was on the cable stand for this. So this whole thing was developing. Literally 15 feet in front of my eyes. Right. It was just a whole bunch of pushing and shoving, and then like the referee gave a card. I'm like, cool. He's gonna give it to the center back, and he gave a card to to Becker or something no, like he that. He gave it to Harrington. He gave it to Harrington. I'm like, what? The and whoever Harrington was, like whoever Harrington and and some Toronto player were pushing each other, right? Like off to the side. So the it was, so Dante, he, it was so Dante Campbell. He was the one who was instigating right. the whole thing. He and got the away whole, with it. The whole no, thing. No, he got a card too. Yeah, he did get. They he got, got a card got, later. Yeah, they both got a card in that penalty. No, someone else got a card there. Dante oh. Campbell didn't get a card right well, there. Well, because was he the one that came up and like so we won the penalty. Rios is standing there with the ball. He comes up and just shoves Rios. Was that him? I think that was him. Yeah, and you, and you know the, Dude, the, that's the, a red. That's a yeah. Yeah, it, it should have been off a the field. And the the whole thing that was about you know where all the pushing and shoving really started, right? The spot. Yeah. yeah, because all Toronto wanted to do, they wanted to stand on the spot. They wanted to scuff the spot, and, and Rios was like, "No." Get away! I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this penalty. <laughs> this shit housery is on my stand. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, just the typical gamesmanship or whatever. Just like all the Toronto players wanted to be there. They wanted to scuff up the spot. They didn't want Rios to be able to take the pen. And it was just, it was honest shit housery. Yeah. Yes. It was so annoying. And then the referee gave the card. I'm like, cool. He gave a card. And then like he gave it to to Harrington, that didn't make any sense. Anyway, Rios put the ball in the back of the net. That was the important thing. I like that he stopped, turned around, and then said, and then stopped, turned around again, looked at the keeper, and then went to go celebrate. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the <salt is> <laughs> team petty. Salt is real. Team petty. <laughs> that is definitely us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it felt really, really good to win. Um, of mm. course. This was an expected win. That's fair. Whatever. I wasn't expecting to have to come from behind. I mean, I was weird. A, but a win is a win. So. I wasn't either, but the end result is... But the way we played in the second half, yeah. Yeah, the way we played in the second half, it's a deserved result. Yeah. No question. Because that, that third goal? Especially Oof. that third goal. Because yeah. it was Harrington who actually called for Rios to get forward. Yeah. He got him the ball. Rios Put it on basically a took it all the way down to the goal line, cut it back. Found a wide open Kyle Becker coming into the box. Just smooth slot. Just yeah, it, he side footed it and boom, yeah, that was like, it. That was probably the best I've seen us play since Charlotte. That we that was that second half was so cohesive. Yeah, like like Harrison said, Rios go, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and Rios said okay go. There were really and he dropped it right on his foot. Yeah, like God. There were really only two ways this game could have gone after Toronto got that first goal. Either we completely fell apart and we lost, or we found some resolve and came back and won this game. And it, thankfully, it was the yeah. latter yeah. because it needed to be. Yeah, they came. The they came out on fire in the second half. Um, scoring to the two goals six minutes apart was damn party yeah it was it's like it was party. like watching a courage game right <laughs> for sure yeah, it really it really was the whole second i i felt like they put like 
Courage jerseys inside out. <laughs> yeah, and put an NFC one on top of it. It's like they have the Courage one sewn into the. <laughs> on the opposite side yeah. of the star is the Courage badge. It's like look, down, look down your collar and it says no finish line. Right. Jess <laughs> hey. McDonald's secret stuff. That's what they passed around the locker room. <laughs> there we go. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I am saying it's a good idea if the men wanted to start wearing, like, writing <laughs> inside of their jerseys no finish <laughs> no line. No finish line. line. Hopefully with permanent marker so it doesn't, like, completely run off from right. the sweat. But then they'll look on you like, oh, that's right. Right. That's, that's, that's right. the thing that we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but talking about not having a finish line, that's uh, Daniel Rios right now. Tenth goal of the season. Yep. He's um, top four. In um, Golden Boot race right now, um, yep. Dave he would be the second Golden Boot winner, right? Because um, Sh- um, not Shalosky. Um who, who he might it? be our first USL Golden first Boot USL winner. Golden Boot winner. But um, who won it for us? Um, I want to say it was Etienne Barbara that won the Golden Boot for us. All right, so Barbara Barbara definitely did. He probably did. But after after him, two thousand um, two thousand fourteen. The year we went undefeated at home. That I believe was actually Brian Shriver. Brian Shriver, thank you. It wasn't wasn't Shogovsky. Oh, I didn't. I was. I thought I was. I was going to say Shriver, and I was like, right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Brian how. Shriver. Okay. Wow. So he could be the third third Golden Boot winner in club history. And let's dope. not win anything no, okay. from it. I mean, did we? Never mind. We're not going to go. There. <laughs> <Okay>. But <laughs> but it's um it's been awesome having Daniel Rios be a catalyst for this club. And speaking of catalysts. We are 13th right now, 23 points. Let's play the ideal situation game where everything exists in a vacuum and everything goes in the way that we want. We have 23 points. We win again on Saturday. We go to 26, assuming that the three clubs ahead of us, Bethlehem Steel, Penn, and Tampa Bay Rowdies, don't win. Then we go to 26, and we are in 10th. And only it should be noted that between 6th and 13th, which are the closest points, is only five points. We have... Two months to play. We'll be okay. We're going to have time. It's like we've been saying we this for a while. We have time. Do we that have said, we have to get the results. Right. Which I, Which I feel like, going on the catalyst theme, I feel like this was kind of a, a turnaround in, in that sense. Hopefully this is like, all right, this is the resolve we're going to start to see. Because maybe, who knows, maybe it was at the beginning of the season, it may have been a start of a different uh, league. It could be the travel is different. There, there, there might be some. There just might be something up that's made this kind of a weird season. But now, but whenever we win, I feel like it's usually a convincing win. And this was a very convincing win, much like the Charlotte one. But our losses are very convincing too, which is true. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we have we have to keep the faith. <laughs> so there was a question that was asked um, for Ask Six PW um, that was. I think such a good question that I think it needed a little bit more of a di- more discussion about it. Um, it was asked by Scott Loon, a longtime first-time guy. Um, he asked, um, I know the sentiment amongst us about the coach, um, us being 6PW in the club um, and uh, OCS. Uh, my que- His question is, halfway through the season – um, time. There's enough time to give a fair assessment of the team. Is but poss- is it possible? It's more of a talent issue. Do you think this team is that much better than their record? And where do you believe they deserve to be in the table? Basically, how much is it the coach versus how much is it the team? I think that's something that we've said almost all year to this point that the players that we have are really talented. Right. Kyle Becker, Daniel Rios, Tim Bacchus, Austin Deleuze. 
I mean, Turbo we, T. Turbo, exactly. We've got all of this talent. It's just been frustrating watching them go out week in, week out, and things not hitting the way that you would expect for them to go, especially, I mean, if we're going to talk about the divide here, all we really have to say is 352. <laughs> <laughs> 3-5-2. Well, you also have to keep in mind that this team lost a lot of talent right. in sure. the offseason. I mean, Nas sure. Al-Badawi, Bolak Yode, Christian Biaga, James Marcelin, Brian Silvestri. None of our forwards are returning forwards. That's Lance right. Lang? Yeah. Gor- yeah uh, Lance Lang is gone as well. Uh, Pop Gor- And then you, you know, no, Gorn, Fondy, Glenn, and who else am I thinking of? Ooh. Um, but, yeah. I, but, I, I see yeah, your point. but essentially none of our forwards are returning forwards. I mean, we knew Renee Gorn wasn't coming back, but and I think yeah. is that similar with our keep, keeper situation as well? Well, I, I think Tambakis has been pretty strong for us as a keeper. I don't think yeah. he's Brian Silvestri's quite Brian Silvestri's caliber, mm-hmm. but he is a very good keeper yeah. at this level. I, the part of the problem I think has been the defense in front of him because it has not been consistent throughout the season and that's been our biggest problem you know the fact that we lost our center back pairing mm-hmm. you know when Christian Ibiaga signed for he signed for what, Oklahoma City I think so Nashville? but anyway yeah um, or was it Nashville it I think it's Nashville. Nashville okay I'll, we'll we'll go up and look at, look that up later. The point is he's not here anymore, right. and we had to go out and get bring in other center backs to try and play with Connor Tobin. So Tobin's got to learn new players, um, and it's also just the fact that the line never seems to be where it should be, and to me that is coaching. You know that should be something that should be drilled into the defenders about exactly where the line needs to be um, and where they need to be on uh, defense. Kind of like if you're going to move here, you need to know, like that's like that's something you you do in practice. Like, hey, yeah. if Connor's going to move up a little bit, I need you to stay home more so that you can cover for that and, and until we're essentially a three back, but until Connor can come back and – because he's distributing a field a little bit more. Like, those are types of things that you have to do in practice. Yes. And if you're not doing those in practice, but you want them executed in games, that's a coaching issue. Like, you know, yeah, it I, is. like you're saying, like, and, I and get it. And plus this is, you know, how much say did the manager have in the personnel that we have right now? Yeah. And, yeah. and in the personnel that left. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is the big thing. Because you look at the amount of talent that left this club um, last season, last off season, and how many times players have left this club over the years? You know, while Clark was here, mm-hmm. and there's always been this talk about this doghouse that that he's had that he's put certain players in. Yeah. So, and I mean, I hate to keep going back to the Cesar Elizondo trade, uh, but oof. yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things that just seems to keep happening with you know with our manager and you don't want to see it happen but there it is cesar was so good he was so he still is good i said it was a like a 90 10 90 percent coach 10 percent talent um just because like i pointed out we lost a lot of talent um and there's some parts of the field that 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 talent wasn't replaced properly Mm -hmm. um so the talent that we have is great um 
and they have the potential to go far and be in a playoff position. But when you're not coached properly, that that takes a lot out of players. And so when you when it's time like like we could have the like the worst record in the world, but if my players are behind their coach 100% ready to go, then I will absolutely like I would be okay with Colin Clark being here. But their players are frustrated. You can see it when they come through media circuit or when they come to high five us after games and the supporter sections, their face just looks defeated because they're they're playing the same tactics over and over, not seeing results and there's no change being made. That's a coaching error. So I believe it's definitely a large part of coaching error. Um but it is a little bit of talent too, because like we said before, like we did lose a little, we did lose a lot of talent. I think we brought in some very good talent to to back that up, but we didn't hit it in all the in most of the spots. So once we fix that, then it all falls on Colin Clark to set, to do something with it. And he's not done that yet with some really good teams that we've had in the past, and he's not doing it now with this really good team that we have now. So I think I think that's where I lay on that. I also think it's interesting we've. We've probably said it ourselves, but I know I've heard it before, how we have had kind of an Arsenal comparison with the fans talking about the coach. And it, it is, being an Arsenal fan myself, like going through the past couple of years of, you know, what to do about Wenger, it it's, it's almost seems very similar as well. You know, we have very good players, I think, here in North Carolina. But a lot of these players, I feel like I could say, what would they be like under a different coach? You know, maybe some people we think are underperforming. Maybe we'll see better. Maybe from our best players, we'll see even more from them. So I think it's an. I've just that just came to mind. Like I, I remember that comparison talking about the fans, but I think talking about the team itself. I feel like I'd be interested to see the team we have now under someone else's guise. Like, do the good do the good players get better, and then do the okay players thrive as well, or do the oh, good players that are thriving under Clark f- fall because I, they were used to that. I wouldn't say that the good players fall. I think it becomes more level. I feel like it's more like the the okay comes up and fills up the ro- their roles, but I don't think our good players change necessarily. It's just recognizing a different light. Yeah, okay. I think so. Wenger has won things. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's keep bad, that in mind. <laughs> right. a bad, then, it's a bad comparison, but at least in terms of like just what I'd like to see. Yeah, and I, I did want to jump in there, like not not to stretch this too far, but just to, oh, yeah. to jump in and to say that you know, like comparison that you can make there is that, that this club has had success with Clark. You know, we talked about Open Cup, we talked about making the playoffs last year, we've had success, but then right now. We're not seeing what we would like to see. So hopefully we can get things turned around. Scott, I hope we answered your question. Um, hopefully. Um, so we've got a couple matches coming up. Uh, June, uh, July 28th at home against the Riverhounds this weekend. Um, this is a big one for us because a lot of the teams that are ahead of us right now or in between us and the playoffs, some of them are playing against each other. You know, Matthews is at home against uh, Penn FC for example, and we have uh, Charleston is at home against Richmond. Uh, Nashville is at Toronto, too. So there are going to be some key games here this week, and we have to be able to keep pace with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
if the dead whales do not keep pace with the rest of the league, then there's there's gonna be trouble. Right. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. So definitely, I'd say hopefully we pull the draw on Saturday against the second team in, in our division, and then August fifth at home against Charleston for a Southern Derby match. Um, I know it's here on the run now saying we need at least four points here to start making our way back in. And I think we can pull those four points. Um, definitely, if we pull a draw, have a really good showing at home against Pittsburgh, anything's possible. The team's coming off a 3-1 win, get another point at home, and then Charleston at home, team goes off to the races. Boo. Boom. Boom. I said boo. Oh, I'm saying boom, but make your point. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It's okay. Make make your point. What point? Point. You said boo. I said boo because they said we boo them. Oh, we're uh, walking into yeah, this that thing. <laughs> that thing. That thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, so July twenty eighth, uh, this Saturday, it's against Pittsburgh. Um, I will be out of town. Um, it is my birthday weekend. We're really looking forward to that at Smirnoff Ice. Do not interact. Turn um, <laughs> but Pittsburgh, I'm saying a draw this weekend. Um, Dave, I know you're saying that we need to keep pace. Um, what do you see this Saturday? I think if this team plays like it did last Saturday, then a draw would be a good result. I think a win would be a much better result. I don't know if we can do that against this particular Pittsburgh team. I'd have to agree. I think I think if they draw, it's not going we drop two points, but it's not it's still a good result considering how good Pittsburgh is right now and how high in the table they are. So I think aim aim for a win if we come away with a draw, especially if lower your expectations. We, yeah. Especially if it's more like we come from behind the back da, instead da, of da, 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 being the first to goal, score and then getting leveled. Who knows? Stars and clouds, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a draw would be uh, a draw is necessary, but I think it's also a good result. Um, I think last week I said I was expecting a loss, hoping for a draw, and if we got a win, I'd praise be to God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, well, we'll be back next week to talk about what the Dead Whales do this weekend against Pittsburgh, and we'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the courage and about how it doesn't really seem to matter how many players you take away from us. We're still going to be pretty pretty good. We're going to get results. <laughs> We're going to get results. Hello, LNWSL. <laughs> right. All right, we're back in a moment. Just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our lovely sponsors, Tasty Beverage Company. They have done an awesome job of helping us and supporting us. We hope you will support them too. Head on down to their downtown Raleigh location, or if you find yourself in Asheville, they have an Asheville location. Tasty Beverage Company has all the best beer, local beer, best beer around the world, best beer around the country. Stop in, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you, they get you a free koozie. Can't beat that. Tasty Beverage Company, tastybeverageco.com. All right, welcome back to episode 22 of Six Point Weekend. Glad to have you with us. Um, once again, second week in a row, it's a 66.67% point weekend. Uh, Dead Whales got three points. Um, the Courage went out and got one. It is a nil-nil draw with Utah, which is something that has not happened 
uh, for the Courage. I think since 2015. So last time they didn't I have a scoreless draw. I believe yeah. this was Paul Riley's first scoreless draw with the club, even back going back to its Western New York flash days. Yeah, that's crazy. That is yeah. Um, I do have a short story before we get to the um, the Courage portion of this. No. Not to Ledesma too far. But um, so on set on Sunday, I I got dragged out to do um, a workout. I did not really want to do this thing, but I got dragged out to do it. It was fine. And then afterwards, I'm doing some cool down runs, and this girl comes out. You know, a high school girl. She's doing some passing drills and some shooting drills with her mom. And she's shooting to the net. Her mom's gonna throw it back out. And so, um, they move on to a drill where her mom would pass the ball out. She'd come out defend. And then the girl will go around, you know, shoot, cool. So they do it one more time. I'll pass the ball out, and the girl nutmeg. <laughs> she nutmegged her own mom. Nah, she gotta walk home. <laughs> she, she has to walk. Home. She has to walk home. Has she has to, to move walk out. Home. She has to move out. Right. Uh, everything. Right. By the time she gets home, her bags are packed. Yeah. <laughs> Have to walk home. You didn't go help her. I mean. I was already tired. I did not want those problems. <laughs> so I just stayed off not to the side. Not your circus? Not your monkeys. Not my circus, not my monkey. That is correct. Um, but, yeah, I was just watching that. I'm like, yeah, that's the courage mentality right there. <laughs> they, they really just go get the job done and get it done as most efficiently as possible. And you got nutmeg moms? Like, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I, I couldn't do it. They like, went and nutmegged some uh, royal moms. Yeah. Right. So it was. Um, I watched the courage match in passing at my desk. Um, this afternoon. Uh, today's date is July the twenty fourth. We are recording yes, on yes. Tuesday. So what? Yes. Yes. Um. So, um, I watched it. It was. It looked pretty good. I mean, just watching watching the courage. They looked like the exact same team. I think. Um. Kurt. Johnson put out a tweet saying that, you know, no matter how many players are missing, they go out and play the exact same way. And they were missing a lot of players. Missing a fair. lot. I mean, Crystal Dunn was out. McCall Zerboni was out. Sam Mewis was out. Abby Dahlkemper was out. Jay Hinkle was out. And Merritt Mathias. Right. So, I mean, that's six key that's, players. That's, that's six all of our midfield and back line. <laughs> just seems that way, doesn't it? I mean, it pretty much three three of our four back line starters yeah. were missing for that game. <laughs> I mean, and was just we still managed like, to keep a clean go? sheet. Now, I think <laughs> one of the main reasons we kept a clean sheet was that we just created so many opportunities. You know, they created so many opportunities for themselves and then basically prevented Utah from creating anything. Because mm -hmm. there was 20... 21 shots, four shots on goal. So a little bit of that, you know, early season, you yeah. know, a bit profligate Lynn in front of goal. could have had a couple by ourselves. Right, yeah. And that was heartbreaking. And yeah. Utah only had five shots that entire game and one on goal. Although, Which is weird because Utah was pressing hard, especially in that second half. Like, there were crosses coming in from everywhere, but our defense did a really good job of, like, getting them out of there before they even became a problem for Roland. Like, we played a really good defensive game there. And you know who else wasn't missing? Dabinia. Yeah. More techers. More, te More techers. <laughs> Outside foot passes. Good step overs. Hey, not to mention too. not to mention that cross into Abby Ursag that yes. really yeah. should have been one the nil. goal that should have made it one nil. Yep. If Ooh. not for a ridiculous save by Nicole Barnhart. Really Nicole good. Barnhart had herself a game. Yes, she did. Like to come in basically cold because Abby's injured with a concussion barnhart had a game like she, abby smith you mean abby smith yes yeah yes. 
We have to specify our Abby. Yeah, Abby? we have like 16 <laughs> Abbies now, and I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> my bad. Um, Abby Smith for Utah is out with a concussion um, from her pride, from the game with the pride, um, which is why she wasn't called up to the national team, which is it, unfortunate. It, it's but. interesting. So kind of a snippet from our conversation during the bonus episode, which sub- sub- subscribe so you can hear it. Patreon.com slash Six Point Weekend. Wow, what a plug. <laughs> we, were, we, were, uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about how, um, you know, so many people focus on the score line, purely the score line for, for soccer, like a lot of non-soccer fans. We say, look, there's so much more going on. And this was a good instance of a nil-nil game that was interesting. Like no go- no goals were scored, yet somehow it was extremely entertaining to watch between both teams being s- pretty aggressive. Right, and and talking about that, it's just it felt like a regular courage match for me. Like and you're watching, it seems like the courage are on the attack almost every every three or four minutes. They're really? on an attack, and they have a really good opportunity. To the score. only difference is the net didn't move. That, yeah. I mean that's it. Like you take away that aspect, and it was still a textbook courage game and even with all those players missing. So I think we've definitely proven to the league that we're pretty much unstoppable at this point. Yeah. No finish line. We have we've done this we missed six players this week, right? We yes. missed four players at Houston and what we still came no, out. We missed like seven players at Houston. Yeah, it was right. at Houston. And we still got the result. <laughs> we still got road road points. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Each time. Still oh, got the it result. might have been six and six. Yeah, six and yeah. six for each game. Um <laughs> So I mean what, what really can't you say about this team? They have depth. They've got so much talent. They're coached really well. They don't lose because that game didn't happen. Um <laughs> what game? <laughs> I mean, what what can you really say about this team besides the fact that – I mean, I, I keep talking about this every time I talk to people about the the NC Courage, that they're possibly the best team in the world. You know they're about to play three other teams. Are they? But guess what? What? I can't see it. Oh, man. Yeah. Unless you're there. Unless, Unless you're there. Yeah. Miami's far. Yeah. Miami's real far. The real fact far, that, G. The fact that the ICC is skimping on streaming those games – yeah. Just seems really, really. I watched cornhole on ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have cornhole on ESPN. They have poker on ESPN. Yes, they can't play. Ultimate frisbees on I've ESPN. I've seen right? Olympic, uh, <laughs> curling on ESPN. Yeah. They, they can't play. Well, curling's still a fun. Non-Olympic game, though. though. No. Non-Olympic though. <laughs> but they don't. They they can't some find a way to get, you know, the courage versus. Paris Saint Germain. Yeah, I I I don't under like I'm I'm right with there with you. Can't find a way to get that on YouTube or something. I I don't understand how you put together a world caliber event. ICC. And you don't, you don't broadcast it somehow. I mean, they're going to broadcast third place in the championship, which is fine. But if you're going to bring together the best teams in the world, you like, you're, not, the you're not going to pull them over just so you can say, okay, here's a friendly. Go have fun. Like you're not gonna. Like, you have. You like, gotta push the. Teams. ICC is is broadcasting the men's games that aren't. Like actually, some of the men's games aren't on TV. Like I can't watch Man United right now. That's true. Yeah. Um. They're playing, but they're on Facebook, so they're still accessible. Where they at though? Like, Where they at though? Give me, give me my <laughs> streams. Like, <laughs> I will. I will give you four dollars to give me a stream for this weekend. They they can't put this game. They cannot put Courage versus PSG on Facebook. 
Dude, send some go send someone with a GoPro down to Miami with an iPhone. With an with iPhone, an iPhone. Yeah. Twitter Periscope. Live. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter Live, IG Live, Facebook Live. Your friend at the NC Courage is live now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. I mean, I watched baseball on Twitter, like viewed baseball on Twitter. Yeah. Come on, you couldn't have put something together on some platform yeah mlb does put a yeah mlb does put a live game of the day on exactly Facebook. It's, it's weird but it's, but it's cool. on twitter it's yeah. on, i can watch the the yankees play right now yeah on twitter yep so ridiculous um, i think i think our point here is why is this happening no it, my it really point is make give me sense. my damn games that's yeah that's that, that is the point that <laughs> is like, correct is go send go t- go send a wral person down with one camera just have him run up and down the field no just put him at halfway put him at halfway with one camera to local broadcast to broadcast locally on channel 50 or four two, whatever you want to broadcast on. Me TV. Me TV. Yeah, there me we TV. go. <laughs> I don't care. Get a camera down there. So what? So what? They did not. Like it's it's been known. It's been known that these games are not are not going to be um, streamed. That was in the press release when they offered the ICC. Like I read that. And I was like, oh, well, hopefully something will change. Nothing changed. No new information came out. Nothing. And now that we're five days away, people realize we can't watch these games. And that's horrifying because it is 2018. These girls are the best in the world. The that's world. The world. I'm not, even Triple just talking about, I'm not even just talking about the courage. You have PSG coming here. Chelsea is coming. Who else was the who's Manchester the City? Was yeah. and Man City? Are you serious? So, well, actually, actually, when when Ebony is saying the world, I want you to imagine that when she says it, there's a giant like comic book speech bubble that comes out above her, bolded, asterisks, triple underlined. It's, Bold. It's, it's the, everything it's the you sharp, want to do. It's the sharp shout bubble. <laughs> They're the best in the world. <laughs> like rainbow colors coming out of it, all of it, like. We like there's something has to be done. Like even if you said, "Hey, here's a cam, here's your, here's a, here's an extra phone with an extra battery." Like you're saying, like, "Here, go film." Right. Remember a few weeks ago during the Open Cup match when the stream went out on us and Josh Mayo was up in DC with <laughs> yeah. you and yeah. a bunch yeah. of others. Bless and, Josh. And Josh Bless basically y'all. put up his phone and started. Uh, shooting the game for the rest of us we were actually watching we were watching that stream in london bridge pub when the when the original stream usl stream went out on us or the u.s soccer stream as it were he did it again when washington and houston got postponed till sunday morning and they were like oh well we already sent the cameras away so no recording so he went to the game and did a facebook live he's a saint He's he's the real MVP. He is Josh, real. you the man. Like, how about we? How, here's what you do, Courage. You pay Josh. <laughs> pay Josh. Fly, <laughs> him down. fly him down to Miami. Give let us, him get on the plane with you guys. Give Just him a spare battery for his phone. Boom. Boom. I, there you go. All I got I got five bucks on Josh's plane ticket. There Same. we go. 
I got five too. Bet. I got five I on got it. it. I got five bucks on it. I got five on it. I got <laughs> We're five about to start it. a GoFundMe to get Josh to, <laughs> <laughs> to live stream this game. To get Josh to Miami to live stream a game. <laughs> so I guess we we have to start we have to start two funds now. So we have to start that and we have to start the jet ski so we can send Kyle away so that when he so that when he leaves and comes back the dead whales can win. Yes. So that way we got we gotta help both teams. We gotta help we both gotta teams. Help there both we go. Teams. <laughs> um so yeah, so we're gonna find out if for in fact the courage are in fact the best team in the world. Um that's gonna be coming up this week. Weekend, super dope. Um, they are going to have to do it with um, without a number of key players, of course. That is very um, true. Crystal Dunn will be out for this game. Um, McCall Zerboni, Sam Mewis, Abby Dahl Kemper, and Merritt Mathias are all going to be playing for the national team. Right. I just don't want anyone to get hurt because we're 16 points clear. And this is a friendly tournament. And it's a friendly yes. Um, we've already clinched a playoff home spot, so we get to see them play again at Shaylin Stadium at Wait Mess Soccer Park. Trademark. Thank you. But of course, but before <laughs> we go too further, I just I wanted to get to that point because this is the first time that we're recording um, non-bonus content talking about home field advantage. Locked in for sure. Yeah. We got that because we are the best in the league, and yes. we are only two points away from the sh- NWSL Supporter Shield for the second amazing. straight year. So guess who we could beat to win it, guys? The Thorland. It's been Portland. boiling down to this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. so much. And it's not even a lifetime game. Nope. <laughs> it's a Sunday game at 6 o'clock. <sighs> and I'm about, to, I'm about to have the biggest party. It's a whiskey tailgate. It's uh, it's a I'll it's a there. tequila tailgate. It's a <laughs> We're going to have a party. We're, We're going to have, have a party. party. We're going to have a party. <laughs> I'll be there even if I have to be at the post tailgate. When Portland fucks <laughs> it up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're breaking that one out in the stands. Fuck of course. <laughs> of course. But um, before we get back into league play, let's talk about um, – What's coming up for the Curse? So again, we're talking about the roster, about all, um, everybody that's going to be missing. Um, Let's talk about who's actually going to be there. Yeah, for sure. Get there. So obviously the goalkeepers, Kate, Kate Rowland, Sabrina D'Angelo. Hey. So defenders, Abby Ersig. Yep. Tori Hansen. We'll come back to her in a moment. Jay Hinkle, Carlin Hudson, Yuri Kawamura, Kaylee Kurtz, mm-hmm. Morgan Reed, mm-hmm. Carrie Ricaro, Ryan Williams. Since when is Carrie Ricaro a defender? She's always been a defender, actually. I thought she, she was more midfield. But well, she's been playing midfield for us, and she will probably play midfield for us in this competition. She was listed as midfield for Houston. That's yes. why I was confused. But, but wasn't she playing she's more going to be CDM? Perhaps. Perhaps. So, midfielders. Julia Aronoff, another interesting name there. Uh, Elizabeth Eddy. Hey, she's healthy. She's healthy. Hey. Excellent. Heather O'Reilly. Do, do we, we have a hail? Oh, my God. We got a hail. We got a hail. Denise O'Sullivan, okay. Meredith Speck, yep. Sarah Teagarden, okay. who was our second-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, forwards, Darian Jenkins, Kristen Hamilton, Jessica McDonald, Lynn Williams. The normal. Okay. No Franny Kraus for this one. According to Neil Morris, Kraus opted not to remain on the reserve roster after getting waived following the 1-1 draw at Houston, where she scored the goal. Um, I think... She was waived to make room for Hale. Uh, yes. And they offered her a spot on the reserve roster, which is where most of our defenders, um, I think it was uh, Morgan Reed, Ryan Williams, and Carlin Hudson, are all on the uh, international call-up reserve roster. Right. Uh, but Franny Krause decided n- t- uh, not to do that. Um, f- 
I know she's not listening to this at all, but if at some point this gets to you, Franny, we wish you the best with whatever you do. If you decide to come back here and play for us again, we would love to have you. You will always be one of ours. Always. Always. So let's talk about uh, Tori Hansen for a minute. Tori Hansen is a defender on the Courage's U19 Academy team. She is a Raleigh native and a Wakefield High School student who has committed to play at UNC. Homegrown, homegrown. Really interesting to see a homegrown Courage player. This is uh, being invited to uh, to play against PSG, Man City, and Chelsea uh, yeah. as your first games for the for the courage for the, for the first courage. team yeah, for, for, the, for first the best team. team in the NWSL. Yeah, I mean there you go. <laughs> that, yeah, that's got to be a dream come true. God, absolutely, absolutely. Like now, how do that's my dream this, come true? <laughs> is this going to be like a lot of other friendlies where it's, it's there's more subs? Like it's not just the regular three or is this still I suspect there will be there I'm, were a ton of subs in the other ICC matches I'm guessing it'd be like regular international friendly rules where you like get like six, six. you get th- basically three per half in theory yeah. yeah I mean you gotta like not only like you gotta think about all of these rookies here yeah this is the perfect and another, another one in particular here Julia Aronoff who was a member of uh, FC Fury's uh, under 16, 17 team. Now, the New York Fury, for those of you who don't know, was a team that Paul Riley coached before he came to the Western New York Flash. Oh. At Fury for Life. Yes. <laughs> Which is why you see Fury for Life whenever you see Paul Riley on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Julia Aronoff is um, committed to Rutgers nope. University. Oh. Nice. So, is that that 110% mentality right there? Per- <laughs> perhaps so. <laughs> Um, I always like to say we talked a lot. We talked a little bit about uh, football history during the uh, Patreon show. I my my joke is with Rutgers is that Rutgers won the very first college football game ever. They did, and until Ray Rice showed up, they didn't win a whole lot of others. They did not. <laughs> and Ray Rice left. And Ray yes. Rice left. So there you go. So, but you know that's football, and this is you know football. Yeah. So it's it's. Going to be interesting to see if the youngsters will get a run out for this. I'm not sure if they will, but the fact that they're available and could potentially be in, well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't think it'll be 18. I think it'll be more like tw- the full 21. 20, yeah. Full 20, um, yeah. Knowing Paul, maybe the youngsters do get a run out. I mean, um, fuck it, FC, dude. Exactly. Like, it's it's yeah. a friendly against the, exactly, the top European teams. But then you also have to balance that it is a tournament i'm putting air quotes up here as i say this it is a tournament so it is you know win, so it's another cup win two and you get a trophy <laughs> would you say that he'd be more likely to throw out rookies in this first game or the next game like depending depends so, so if we if, if we, we make it to the third place game rookies, rookies all day for sure yeah, yeah. Uh, but if we make it to the final uh, we probably field yeah. a stronger team yeah absolutely. i would think so and if depending on how that final's going, do you make all six subs to be all of your rookies? Yeah. Yeah, I guess in that case, because then you you depending on the the play, like if you play really well in the final, just go ahead and use your six subs, yeah. get the rookies some time, and we'll let them keep, get out there the against pressure. some good teams and yeah. have and, some fun. And also, I'm just gonna throw this out there to anybody that might be listening, and also to the rest of y'all at the table. Like, I don't want 
down the road, I don't want to hear anything about how the Curs might be tired because they went out and played this extra tournament thing. <laughs> We're the best team in our league. We deserve to be in the International Champions Cup. I remember at the start of the year, we were talking about this thing, and it was developing. It's going to be super dope. I mean, of course, other teams are right. Other teams are still going to be playing in the league, right? No. This weekend? No. no. They're off? No. Okay. Fine. There, is, there, okay. there is one game going Ooh. on this weekend, I believe. I want to say it was... Uh, is I want to say oh, it was Chicago at Sky Blue. Let me double check. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. nobody was going to watch that anyway. But so. yeah. So, <laughs> if for for the other people who are listening to this that aren't in this table and are listening to this through whatever speakers that you are listening to our voices, I don't want to hear it down the road when you say, "Oh nope, man, nope, nope. Courage are tired. Maybe they shouldn't have played this thing." No. 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 This is a great no. opportunity. We're going to go out listener. here. We're going to put something good out on the field. And hell, I don't know. We'll, we might win the thing. We might win the thing. And then we'll have a faux triple. Oh, man. Oh, can we have a treble? Can we have a treble? Can we have a treble? That would be That crap. would be the best thing if ever. We, if we win this, we win the shield, we win the championship. The we, so we win. I'm going to call that a triple. Yeah, I'm calling it a treble. Off. Fuck all. Yeah, it is fuck a all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call that a triple. You A faux triple. I will accept no, that it's, no, 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 it's not even a faux trouble. We you have free. to win the games to get the trouble. <laughs> it's a trouble. It's not a trouble. It's a fucking trouble. It's yes, a, it is. It's a, it's a fucking yes, it trouble. Fuck that faux shit. Like, <laughs> we I'm putting, we I'm won fair and the, square. It's mine. Fuck I'm off everyone else. I'm putting that on else. the record. Like, if, it, the, the, if we win this and it's on for the playoffs and we win the final, the first thing I will tweet is fuck you. <laughs> or fuck off, something or like that. It's whichever all one. Yes. Whatever I'm feeling, depending on my emotions. Yes, but there will be an f bomb involved. There will there be f bomb. There's gonna be a couple f bombs involved. <laughs> like I don't. Oh God. Yeah. Please. So we're we're we're, we're we're after a treble. That's I didn't even think about that. It's gonna be awesome. Oh no, I immediately thought of we, it. I was it just is, like, <laughs> oh, we're after treble. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. flex a little. Flex. Flex. I flex all day. Flex. <laughs> um. I was gonna throw some lyrics out there, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Okay, so um, who did return though? Hinkle. Yes, she did. She went to the United States camp for all of like two days. Was it two days? Oh, it's somewhere in that. Yeah, something like that. And then was like, okay, yeah, bye. And she, she, and Kelly O'Hai were both um returned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get you kind of understand why NWSL coaches are not happy with US soccer right now when mm-hmm. players get taken away like that for what is essentially a two day training session. Yeah. yeah. So having Hinkle would have helped us against Utah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. A little bit more. And I'm sure having Keely Ohio, I mean, Houston beat Washington l- last weekend, but I'm yeah. sure having Keely Ohio would have made it a lot easier a win for them. Yeah. So I know there were some. I mean, Dash yeah, Daily scored like when the third minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I know there were some Dash fans that were upset about you know Ohi not making the final roster and not being able, not being available for the Washington game. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. So she'll be back in defense. Yeah. Um, be good to have somebody to help out. Yeah, because you know. Because everybody Abby, else is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Abby's just kind of standing there like. I miss all my friends. No. <laughs> it's okay, Abby. It's okay. <laughs> so, 
ICC's this weekend. Dead whales are at home this weekend. We'll be back on Monday to talk about all of the good things that are going to happen. I'm going to put good things out into the universe. Um, hopefully good Good vibes only. Good, good, vibes. good vibes only. Good vibes only. Hashtag that shit. Hashtag good vibes only. Okay. Um. Yeah. So announcements, of course, that, that time, right, right before offering, when we do our announcements. <laughs> uh, um, Oak City Classic is five days away as we record this. So if you're listening to this, it might be four days away. Or if you're not listening until Thursday, it's three days away, and it's gonna increase you're exponentially gonna until it's gone. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> until you miss it, <laughs> until you miss it, um, OakCitySupporters.com/classic. Um, Sign up ends this Friday. Yes. A lot of cool prizes. They're bringing back the charity hole. Graham Smith is supposed to be the uh, celebrity kicker. Yes. Uh, hopefully he does better than Nas, which was one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Champagne shower, money shower, frontier tickets on the line. Um, yeah, I can you, use it. I can use a frontier ticket. Yeah, you know, if, Portland's Portland's expensive. Portland, yeah, Portland's for sure. If you there. can't, um, if you can't make a team, donations are accepted. Um, if you do come out to play, come say hi to Team F at FC. Yeah, uh, we'll be out there. What up? Yeah, what up? It'll be tons of fun. Um, so we got that going on uh, patreon.com slash six point weekend listen to our bonus content we talked about um, pro rel in the USA um, yeah. we all have very differing um, uh, very differing opinions about pro rel um, come listen to it tweet us at what you think um, what else we're on Instagram and Twitter um, I think we'll probably cover that later on yeah we are okay um, let's move on to Ask 6PW. Hashtag Ask 6PW. We only got one question. You did only get one question. Ebony, would you like to give the question, please? Sure. Justin on Twitter asked, who was in the lead for Golden Bro for both teams? I would have to think for the Dead Whales, it would be either Rios or Tambacus. Yeah. I was going Tambacus. Yeah. I'd say Tambacus. I love Rios, but I would definitely say Tambacus. I mean, he's always right in front of us. He always stops the ball. We love Tim Backus. Yes. As for uh, the courage. Jess. Jess. <laughs> McCall. I was Ooh. thinking either I was thinking either McCall or Crystal Dunn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because Crystal Dunn is having just an amazing season. She really is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, it's but that's said, that. But that said, McCall is really the engine yeah. in midfield and she McCall has up. been all season. So, so um if you missed it last year, uh Connor Tobin. Connor Tobin? Yes. Connor Tobin and Jess McDonald won Golden Bros from OCS. Um it's a very prestigious award. All right. It highest award. Highest, highest award honor awards. possible. Um it's a distinguished award. Uh so I can't wait to see who wins it this year. I'm I'm going McCall and Tabacus. Okay. I'm gonna say Tabacus and McDonald. Okay. All right. Going for a repeat for repeat. McDonald. Okay. Two Pete. Two Pete. Two Pete. Tabacus Zerboni. Ooh. Tabacus. I already said. Um. I already said Jess. So I'm gonna hold my vote to Jess. All right. All right. Next question. And his second question is, what is the best state in the USA, and why is it South Carolina? Okay, so I read this question. (laughs) I read this question. Immediate answer. Yeah, I did have some immediate answers. Immediate answer. First of all, how dare you? Yeah, there's there's that. Immediate answer is also this. 
all states are inherently bad. There's a few states <laughs> yeah. that are good, but most states are inherently bad. I grew up in Illinois. We are the worst in state government and probably the entire union. Um, just look up keywords, Illinois government shoeboxes. That's all you really need to know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's all you need to know. Um, so, yeah, all states are inherently bad. North Carolina, good state, has oceans, still probably bad. Only good story I can think of, Rhode Island, tiny. Much of... No amount of bad per capita. Rhode Island's okay. <laughs> I would say it's it's funny. I've been over. I've been to almost every state in the continental U.S. And there's a lot of cities I love. Yes. But there is literally no other state. I I would move out of country before I move out of state. <laughs> uh, and, and that's not just be, being North Carolina. I genuinely like. It would have to be like a special situation to move me to the cities that I like. But I can't imagine. Like I love Austin. Why the fuck would I move to Texas? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, love I don't Portland, even... but I can't see myself moving to the Pacific Northwest. So it's like, all right, either I'm staying in North Carolina or moving to Sweden. I don't yeah, know what I'm gonna I, do. I, I don't know if I'd Basically. ever move back to Illinois. So I'm, I'm guessing our de facto answer is North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina, come on, and raise up. I mean, that's why we're here. That is why we're why here. We're... There, so there's North Carolina, and then there's land between here and Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> with slightly cheaper gas. Slightly cheaper because I and fireworks <laughs> and fireworks. Uh, I get that in Virginia too. And and but which is but mirrored. Al- yes, but mirrored also but also a sombrero lookout tower. Exactly. Without <laughs> <laughs> um, making arguments for South Carolina. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Like, I, eighty-five I, can go fuck itself though, because if I have to sit in traffic behind another. <laughs> yeah, eighty-five. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh. Fuck your barbecue. Yeah. So, so I, I, I basically had a residential address in South Carolina for three years of my life. I'm I so went, sorry. I went to school at South Carolina State. So I spent nine months out of the year there. South Carolina is um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Charleston's it's, all right. Charleston's, Charleston's, Charleston's great. Town. I love Charleston. I really like it's do. Got a great, it's, a, it's got a great personality. Charleston's <laughs> great, but yeah. Charleston's still not even as good as Savannah. Yeah. Facts. Like, major facts okay justin listen dude like south carolina's okay i'm sorry that we're here i'm sorry you live in charlotte so you feel like you're in south carolina oh charlotte's part of south carolina let's not forget that (laughs) yeah like what was it oh the um the onion article has been has been bandied about again about um man horrified that he's um that he realized he's putting down roots in charlotte (laughs) and i'm like charlotte's got an ikea and that's about it yeah um have you been uptown this shit like uh, okay, all right, listen. We we all hate Charlotte. Charlotte's not great. Yeah, but South Carolina is it's it's an okay state in the union. It's very sparse when you're going through it, and it makes in, me very in the uncomfortable. States, it's certainly not the worst. It's just not the best Carolina. Right. North Carolina has all of these pine trees, and South Carolina has all of these deciduous trees. And when you go through in the winter, they're dead, and I hate it. Yes. And it's very flat. I do like I do like Lake Santee. San, Lake Santee is probably my favorite part about going through South Carolina on 95. But other than that, I, I have yeah, feelings. 95 can Carolina. also forget something. North Carolina's yes. best Carolina. North, North Carolina's Carolina best, best Carolina. Okay, so I have a lot. I have a lot of favorite cities, but I would never move to any of these places. Like I love Orlando. Yeah. You like. I will never move to Orlando. Like, no, there's a such no. thing as too much Florida. It's in a Mickey Mouse <laughs> town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much Florida is just going there. 
Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I have a lot of opinions about Florida. But I don't know. It's, like, no, but like it's, I love it's, Seattle. it's humid and it's untenable. It's it's the worst humid, too. I, like was, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, about a week ago at another friend's about wedding. About a week ago. And... He had moved down to Florida. He Why? is a he is a surgeon down there. He oh. got a he got himself a, a residency at a, a hospital down there. Oh, and no help. And we talked a little bit about how often he sees Florida man <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when the emergency arises, and he tells me that the reason Florida man is a thing is because. All such injuries uh, that happen down in Florida, by law, must be reported. And therefore, there is a public record of every crazy thing that Florida man has done over the years. (laughs) (laughs) However, but he did say that Florida man exists because Florida man exists. (laughs) Yeah. Remember the bath salts? It's so out there that it has to be Florida. It was it, it was definitely Florida. If you man. told me that it was in Texas, I would be like, no, it's Florida. Like <laughs> You would have doubted it. Yeah, I would instantly you, because you told me it was Florida, I was like, oh, Tuesday. Okay. So if you did have to move to another state, hmm. which state would it be? Everything's so expensive on the West Coast. So Everything. Yeah, I so I, although yeah. I love There's Seattle, awesome. I could not move to Portland. I mean, no. to <laughs> we just said Portland. I could yeah. not move to Washington. Yeah. Yes. Because um, it's an expensive state. It's yeah. expensive as shit. Yeah. Oh. I think, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's down to city. Like, you know, as much as I'd love to be somewhere like Portland or San Diego. Like, Austin's not walkable, though. No, it's not. Yeah. But as I love Austin, but it's not yeah, very well. Austin's really I, cool. I would say that's a tough one. Um, I say DC. Oh, expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. But I would rather stick East Coast. If I'm going expensive, I'd rather stick East Coast. Atlanta. Or Atlanta. Oh, not Atlanta. No, no. you can't dri- driving through Again, Atlanta. Is also, a if I'm going to deal with traffic, oh yeah, I would, I would, I would take DC traffic. Now, granted, DC traffic isn't any better than Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. as as but much still, as I like DC, I would not move. I there. would say Columbus. I know it's a little weird. Okay, I, okay. I've had a lot so of really. Who hurt you in the past to make you want to <laughs> to make you really <laughs> want to move to Ohio? <laughs> really weird. So, yeah, Ohio. Again, so my wife feels the same way. Like she's. Not a big fan of Ohio. I she's a smart woman. She's a smart woman. You know the best thing. To, you know the best thing to do when you get to Ohio. I've leave. leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of positive experiences in two cities, which is Columbus and Chillicothe. Okay. Um, Chillicothe is not too far from. It, but it's more closer to um, West Virginia, and all you smell is paper mills. So I'd prefer to be far away from that, but I'd be <laughs> close to friends at least. Yeah. Um, but no, I just. Something weird about Columbus. I've just enjoyed it every time I've been up there. I've probably been there about six, seven times now. Soccer made me go to Columbus, and I will never forgive it for that. <laughs> so, but there was more Lord. Save the crew. Uh, there was Lord. Uh, I still Dave, have that bottle. Got? For me, it's kind of the same as KP, where I could live in certain cities, and I don't really think about the state so much. Um, I could probably live in Charleston if I had to. Yeah. I think I would enjoy Pittsburgh. 
If I lived oh. there? If you weren't driving. If I weren't driving. Because yeah. fuck those bridges. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's not bad. I've always had fun in Philadelphia, but it is a dirty town. Yeah. God, it's it is a dirty town. I love a town. I've I have so many friends up there, but man, it is dirty. That's like when I tell people I like because I have family up in Buffalo, and I feel the same way. Like I've been all over the city. I, I guess I would say in, I would say Columbus, DC, and Buffalo would be like an easy tie for me. But I'd have to be single because my wife would divorce me if I moved to any of those. Well, I mean, she likes DC, but she still wouldn't move there. Um, right. Minneapolis is actually quite nice. Minneapolis I mean, is great. Yeah. I love Minneapolis. I, I, I was trying to go. It. I was trying to go like Midwest. I didn't yeah. know how yeah, far. I go. don't know if I could live there just because I don't like a really cold winter, and they Nashville? have the coldest. Smashville. Right. Sm- yeah, Nashville is actually pretty good. Memphis is also pretty good. Yeah. Memphis um, is good. Aside from the crime. Memphis yeah. is a great place to visit. I'm not sure I could live there. Right. Okay, so my answer, like I was actually thinking about this for a while. So my answer probably be Maine. Like I just have you I like have the this good outdoors. I have this idyllic relationship with Acadia National Forest. <laughs> okay. I would love to live as close to it as possible. So Maine is probably my answer. I know it's going to be hella cold in the winter. I spent yeah. 19 years growing up in Illinois. I can do it. You can do it. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I can't. I want to do a quick twist on the state or city. Okay. If you could live anywhere else in North Carolina, where would it be? Wilmington. Wilmington? Now, yeah, you Wilmington. didn't have to finish the sentence. It's Wilmington. So you guys are coasties. That makes yeah, sense. beach all day. Beach all day. Absolutely. Wilmington I, has breweries. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, yeah. the, I'd be the... The, the mountains guy. I love, I spent pretty much every summer till I was 19 in Boone and Blowing, Blowing Rock. Rock. Yeah, that's what I say. Blowing I, Rock I could live in really Blowing Rock. Beautiful. I love Asheville. I would not want to live there. Um, My wife would live in Asheville in a heartbeat if she could. I would be drunk would. the whole Blowing time. Rock. So I need to go to Blowing Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you talk about the mountains. Like, I also have an intrinsic relationship with um, Pilot Mountain. Oh, I love Pilot Mountain. I love Pilot Mountain. Pilot Mountain's my favorite thing. Pilot Mountain's my favorite thing about leaving North Carolina because you go 40 west and you go past Pilot Mountain all the time. You see the great nipple in the sky. The great... What? (laughs) Yeah, Pilot Mountain is literally a nipple. It is. He's not Please wrong. Please look at a picture of it. No, wh- <laughs> I don't want to Google that. Uh, He's not wrong, mean? though. Have you seen Pilot Mountain? Pilot no. Mountain is a nipple, and uh, if you go yeah, to Winston-Salem, the, Win- is, is the Winston Tower is, is penis shape. It is. He's not wrong. So Pilot Mountain is... <laughs> <laughs> I've spent way too much time we on the west side of the state. We have taken some very interesting <laughs> directions all of a sudden. Mm. Pilot Mountain is, is regular mountain-shaped, but it's got... it's. So Pilot Mountain is really a plateau. It's not a true plateau in the fact that the top is not flat. It's it is a, rounded. It's a dome top, but it's it is a sheer face straight up, and it's just and a, a round a round little tabletop. So Pilot Mountain is a place that I've always wanted to take a day trip to. Like there's there's two places in North Carolina that I always need to take vacations to. One is the beach. I always need to go to the beach. I always go out to Fort Fisher. There's never a lot of people at Fort Fisher. The only thing about it is that you have to climb down the rocks to get to the sand. But yeah. I'm willing to trade that just to be able to lay down my blanket somewhere and actually enjoy my time next to the ocean. <laughs> so there's that. And then Pilot Mountain is also a place like I, I always drive past it. So I need to go and spend some actual time at Pilot Mountain. Also, speaking of, shout out to Foothills, Pilot Mountain Pale Ale. Yeah. Hashtag Foothills. Hashtag Foothills. Okay, um, 
That was a train wreck. So <laughs> in summary, North Carolina's best Carolina. Yeah. In, in summary, we don't want to live anywhere else. <laughs> that okay. is why we are here. That's why we're here. Yes. Um, if you would like to hear us ramble again, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Ask6BW. Um, more rambling. And more rambling. Wow. Okay. That needs to be the show tag. <laughs> more rambling, honestly. Okay, Ebony. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I get to finally end all this. <laughs> yes. Shoot it. Put it down. <laughs> Who brings us here today? <laughs> we're brought to you by Tasty Bambers. <laughs> Probably not anymore after this. <laughs> Johnny, come back. We love you. That's tastybeverageco.com. Where there's two locations in Asheville and in Raleigh. Uh, walk in, tell them six point. We can sit you, get you a free koozie. We're also part of the Beautiful Game Network on Facebook and Twitter. That's bgn.fm. We're friends on the pod on Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. None of these people <laughs> will claim us after <laughs> this show. <laughs> We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Six Point Weekend. Feel free to ask us questions. Not on Instagram. I will not answer those. No. Um, please leave us a review on iTunes and on Google Podcasts. If you like what you hear, five stars, please. I'm very needy, and I need the validation. Top five. Top five. Top five. Put me uh, in your top five. Oak City, don't forget, Oak City Classic this Sunday, July 29th. OakCitySupporters.com slash classic. Sign up ends this Friday, the 27th. If you haven't put a team together yet, uh, lowest entry is $100. Um, you can buy mulligans. There's a celebrity hole. Shout out to Graham Smith for coming through. Uh, we're on Patreon.com slash Six Point Weekend. Our first bonus episode is up on ProRail in the USA. Some hot takes were talked about there. And do I have anything else? Oh, that's it. I think that's it. All right, so we are officially going on Trouble Watch this weekend. Yes. Trouble Watch is Trouble on. Watch. Trouble Watch. Trouble Watch is on. So we'll be back next week to talk about that. Please um, come back next week. Please. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we we'll, we'll be back and we'll we'll be organized. Um, yeah, right. So um, I think this is the part where we say goodbye. Is it? Is it? Please. I think so. <laughs> All right. So that that's Ebony. Hi. Also over there is KP. Goodbye. And Dave. Bye-bye and bye, Stellar. I'm Jonathan. We'll see you next week on the next episode of Six Point Weekend. In space. Hashtag Best Carolina. Best Carolina.